Hello and welcome to episode 51. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the one. No other crackpot. So professional. Yes. <laughs> um, we kind of went straight in there after a lot of rambling and a, a long evening of hanging out with one another too. So will we have anything more to say? Oh, Time will tell. <laughs> <laughs> we um, haven't done much watching each of us because no. we've be- been busy preparing for the bus tour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so for TV Guide, um, right, one thing I have watched, one, and uh, it wasn't great, was the, and um, what do you call it, the Sex and the City thing, and just like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so season two's out now. I didn't, yeah. There's two episodes of season two. Did you ever watch season one of that? The I end, tried just to like watch that? one episode, and then, what do you call her, Samantha's not in it? No. Apparently she makes a very, very brief cameo, cameo. in this one in season two. Is that because they didn't get on in real life or something? Yeah, oh, there's a huge rift between her and Sarah Jessica Parker. Like, it's well known. Who would you side with? I don't know, like... Um, <laughs> no, most people in the industry really like Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, I usually kind of go with the underdog, so I feel like OSJP oh, and them are all chummy chummy, and then poor Kim Cattrall's like been ostracized. Yeah, but I kind of feel like nearly everybody who knows Sarah Jessica Parker has really good time for her, and you know how she has a holiday home in Ardra. And I was going to say, are you biased because she visits yeah. Donegal? <laughs> well, yeah, that too, actually. Um, but yeah, she's really well liked. So I don't know if the problem is her, like maybe the problem is Kim Cattrall, but uh, I digress. So myself and my friend Neve, Neve Keeley, we do this thing where we actually watch and just like that at the same time. So we time it that we're both Uh. watching it at the same time. And then we kind of troll it to one another on WhatsApp in real time throughout the episode. Love it. So we kind of do really enjoy it, take down, but we're like, we'll like comment in everyone's outfits or like say how cringe things are or whatever. And actually I get great enjoyment out of watching it that way. Yeah. So we did that during lockdown for the first one. We always every week watched it at the same time and then would text each other about it. So we've kind of revived that tradition this time. So I think that's the only only reason I'm still watching it. It's like it's dreadful. The, it's like the late late toy show. I'm not saying that that's dreadful. Yeah, but, but you I like think the collective, the enjoyment. Spirit. Yeah, of following Twitter and watching, and I let like I deleted Twitter, but I, every time the late late toy show's on, I always have to click on to see what people have been saying. Yeah, like, there's something nice about that actually, like a community watching experience yeah. or something. It'll be interesting to see now actually how Patrick Kilty gets on. And his role for the I Late Late Show and everything in the Late how, Late Show. How did we not mention this since? Yeah, because we just we speculated enough who the Late Late Show host was going to be. And he wasn't in none of our roundups, I wouldn't say. Yeah, he kind of came, he snuck in at the back. Like, yeah, he wasn't the front runner. So I think it kind of comes, it's like it happens during the academic year, the Late Late. So I'd say it's back in September. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, So he disclosed, Patrick Keelty disclosed his... Um, what his wages will be oh. today after Tubbsgate. <laughs> so, uh, and like, actually, he I was doing the math today. So based on Patrick Hilty's, um annual wage for the Late Late Show, he'll be making just over 8,000 per episode, which isn't even that much. <laughs> <laughs> In the scheme of things. Eight, so... 
Patrick Keelty will make 8,000 per episode. Yeah. And what was Tubbs getting? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? That Darren plus says. that plus that plus that plus. <laughs> you rapping there. Noel Kelly's <laughs> little, is that what you called him, NK? Uh, has we cheeky fee. Um, Who's he now? The agent that was helping broker. Oh, I didn't Tubbs really. Gets dodgy dealings. Oh, I didn't really look into it. Everybody needs a good agent. <laughs> until <laughs> until they don't. <laughs> <laughs> that was so evil, right? <laughs> I just love seeing the downfall of dodgy folk. Um, actually, I keep seeing... <laughs> this is like, I'm, I'm showing my millennial age, right? But I, I'm getting deja vu, but I think I only had this conversation with Darren in real life. I don't think I discussed it on the pod, but anyway... So see on TikTok, I keep seeing like all these comments about people saying that someone has res. Do you ever see this? No, but see, I don't be on TikTok enough. So I like let say, you do the whole TikTok site. Yeah, and I don't even do it particularly well. But like say there'll be a video of like anyone at all, like a guy or a girl doing something or talking. And then someone will say in the comments like, oh, he's got the res or res queen. And it took As me in ages to R-I-Z-Z? Yeah. And that means charisma. Oh. Right, so Tubbs never had the riz. No, he didn't have the riz. He certainly did not. And Patrick Keelty would have riz. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's just interesting. Um, I thought you were saying someone rose, past tense. <laughs> riz. <laughs> riz from the grave. As in Jesus riz on the third day. <laughs> <laughs> no, or I said it. But anywho, yeah, so um, I'm, I look forward to the Late Late Show to see what kind of a job Patrick Hilty does of it. And I'm enjoying watching um, the kind of the crisis management of Tubbsgate as well. Um, kind of an annoying thing was, so after the whole Tuberty thing broke, the next day, Miriam O'Callaghan, Joe Duffy and Claire Byrne all made statements or announced their earnings, like to be they were transparent. Sweating. They were sweating, but like... If you again did like a, a feminist study of the comment section on social media, and you might actually have a, a, a take on this. So it was so misogynistic because whenever Miriam's like posts, so say her daddy or someone would repost Miriam's statement about what she earns, mm-hmm. which she had to do to be transparent after Tubbsgate, the comments were all like, that's shocking. Um, and nurses get paid nothing, you know. And it, but I was thinking, like, well, that's fair enough. There are a lot of people out there who do much more valuable work who deserve to get paid more. But why is it whenever Miriam and Claire Byrne announce theirs, it's compared to nurses? Yeah. But there wasn't really much of that in the comments about Tuberty, who's the one who was not transparent about all his side earnings. Well, my view on it now is I just seen on... Facebook, there's like a forum for nurses. So there was something put up there and it was like a picture of Tubbs like <laughs> swandering along, <laughs> looking like he's full of riz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then underneath it, then it was like, oh, makes whatever amount a week. Mm-hmm. And then there was a picture, I think, of Joe Duffy makes whatever amount a week. And then a picture of two nurses looking very distressed makes whatever amount a week. Oh, well, that's okay. So it was like Joe Duffy and it went, yeah, so there was no Miriam in that. Okay. To be fair. Oh, that's interesting. No, that's good. At least there's balance whenever they're making there's these comparisons. <laughs> like, yeah. But yeah. But no, I suppose back to TV Guide. And just like that is all that I really watched. We 
Do you think um, noted, I was just going to say when you're on about Tubsgate there, we were on about it the last day, a few of us, and they reckon like, maybe I shouldn't be saying this in a public forum, but people are going to stop like paying their TV license. I'm not saying I'm not a percent. Yeah. Like, why would anyone feel compelled to fund that mm-hmm. institution now? Yeah, I think it's me paying mine diligently for years. Yeah. <laughs> I you, can't you get the stamp things where you pay so much? Your people used to do that. No, I can't really that? say. You can pay in. You can pay in anyone interested. In installments. I pay stamps. Get stamps every week. Right. For what? You know, it saves you paying the big lump sum that you do pay every year. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and in fairness, like, there should be that extra money they're paying the likes of Ryan Tuberty for these fake sponsorship deals. They should be pumping back into making decent programming or give it to young talent. Jeez, you're on one tonight, Marie. Don't get me bloody started. Um, (laughs) The other thing, actually... There's a really funny article in the New York Times about what they are referring to as Barbenheimer, which oh. is that people are wanting to do like a double sitting in the cinema when Oppenheimer and Barbie come out <laughs> and people have made Barbenheimer t-shirts. You oh. should see these. I'll share the Etsy thing. They've made these like mashups of Barbie and the Oppenheimer thing. See, you had mentioned that and like the two of us both said we would be interested in going to see both films. Yeah, exactly. And I can't get the article open, but oh, some of the t-shirts are absolutely hilarious. And people are saying that they're just going to book into the cinema that day. It'll be a long set, because I would say the Christopher Nolan movie is really long. I think we th- we said it was nearly three hours mm. long. And Barbie's probably like an hour and a half. But yeah, so I thought, I can't wait for them to come out next month. Um, and yeah, I think that's all. Oh, we watched a couple of old episodes of Black Mirror then, just when we were on the old. Black Mirror vibe. Yeah, we didn't. We we still haven't watched two from the previous season. Oh, you didn't watch that Demon Seventy Nine. What old no. episodes did you watch? White is it White Christmas? It was called Darren. Darren with had John seen Hamm. it before. Yeah, with John Ham. So Darren recommended that one to me. Good He'd episode. seen it already, and we watched that last night. It was very good. Holy God, it was good. I would need to watch that again. Mm-hmm. That's quite long, from what I remember. It was long, Darren, wasn't it? It was like a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Darren said it was about an hour and 15 minutes. Michaelis Darren said that. (laughs) It was good, though. Um, So, yeah, that was really all our watching. It was quite light. I only had watched one episode of a show that I'd never even flipping heard of it before. Hold on now. Um, So it's Hannibal. Did you hear about this show? The show Hannibal? Yeah. That was out a few years ago, you said? Yeah, it was yeah, out a few yeah, years ago. I remember ago. the guy that was in it. I think we watched a few episodes of it, but we never stuck at it. It was your man from, is he in the Carlsberg ad? Oh, actually, I asked this when we were watching it. And then I turned around and I said, probably. <laughs> yeah. Come on, come on. Why right. am I not getting the joke? You know Carlsberg. You know the ad Carlsberg? Yeah. Probably the best beer in the world. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Sorry. Probably. Probably. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now I get it. Sorry, I was thinking of the main guy, not the actual Hannibal guy. Oh. Sorry. It's, my brain's just <laughs> needs a bit of WG40. Yeah, because he wasn't allowed to say probably the best beer in the world then. So he had to just say probably. Oh, Wasn't that yes. it? Yeah, um, I remember something about that. Yeah, so it's 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. 
So Will, a criminal profiler with a unique ability, slowly sees his sanity taking a hit. The FBI advises he sees Hannibal Lecter, a forensic psychiatrist who secretly who secretly is a cannibalistic serial killer. Mm-hmm. So Hannibal Lecter is Carlsberg guy. Mm-hmm. Hans Mikkelsen, Mikkelsen isn't yeah. it? Um, but I only watched, sorry, that's a lie. I watched one and a half episodes, but like there's rave reviews about it. But it is like you're on about Black Mirror, like being gritty and it'd be tight watching. Like, like I actually was recoiling wincing. and wincing watching Hannibal. Yeah, it was tight going from what I imagine. I think that's why we stopped watching it, you know. Like, I think it was, yeah, the second episode. And there's one murder in it and he's taken bodies to grow f- types of mushrooms. So mm. he's using the bodies as compost. But like, it's rough now. It I is. remember that one. Do you? Yeah, it was really yeah. rough. But yet, it's a really good, like, good lineup in it. What mm. else? Um... What do you call the other actor in it? Oh yeah, Lawrence Fishburne's in it. Mm. And there's a few other ones. But I'd say it'd be good, but that's all I've watched. Yeah, well, it's summer. <laughs> it's summer. <laughs> um, um, World Wide Web, Yes, I was going to mention. So remember before we spoke about J-Lo bringing out the alcohol? Yes. Was it tequila or whatever she brought mm. out? And she doesn't drink. Mm-hmm. Well, it's happened again. Oh no, who's at it now? Have you heard about the latest celebrity to do it? To do a drink? Mm-hmm. Um, no. Blake Lively. Oh so yeah, because she used to have a soft drink range. Did she? Yeah, Betty something. Well, she's brought out an alcohol version of that. Oh. It's called Betty Booze. Oh, Betty Booze. Because her first one was non-alcoholic. Okay, well, she's alcohol out now, but on the caption she put up on Instagram just today, but we're recording on Thursday, like it was very cringy. Um, Drinking isn't my thing, but for F's sake, flavor is homemade recipes, real fruit, real ingredients, quality booze, no crap. Also a real time saver, which is why I really did it at Betty Booze. That's rather pathetic, Blake. Sorry. But, like, I don't understand why. She's getting awful slate and then, like, people saying, why didn't you do alcohol-free? But if you say she done it alcohol-free before, yeah, then did no, she? she definitely did because she used to um, advertise it alongside, um, what you call him, Ryan Reynolds. Has a, uh, is it a gin? Oh, does he have a gin? Yeah. And she used to, they used to say that her soft drinks would go good with the gin and all. Oh, that's genius. Yeah, so I always thought that was really, really clever. And I'm surprised that she went down the alcohol route now. It just seems like why bother? It just doesn't seem right. I would say the soft drinks weren't making enough money. And I'd say in order in order to keep the company going, they probably had to try and diversify the range. Oh, probably. Everything she does flops. Business-wise, yeah. She launched this whole lifestyle website, kind of like Goop. Oh. And it whomped. Whomped? Yeah. Is that in the Oxford <laughs> Dictionary? <laughs> whomp, whomp, whomp. Yeah. So the Betty Booze, there's sparkling tequila with oak smoked lemonade. There is sparkling tequila with lime. Sparkling bourbon with apple ginger sour. I'd drink that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting distracted. Apple ginger 
sour cherry with sparkling bourbon. That sounds nice. Yeah, they do sound quite nice. And, and the packaging the is well, actually I've, I've so changed good. my mind completely. <laughs> it is nice packaging. Why is everybody putting everything in a can now? I think it's more environmentally friendly or something. Easier to ship them. Is it? Pack and West Coast coolers in a can. I love the look of them. They're so cute. The cans, they're cute. Mm. But like, they've made cans very, I think it's the shape of the can now is dainty. Mm. So it's appealing to women. Yeah. It's not if it was in the shape of a big, like, Dutch gold can. <laughs> like, you know, it wouldn't really no, have the same appeal. appeal. It wouldn't be a Or slick. Druid cider or something. <laughs> yeah. We, we had coffee one morning in Brew Lab at the mountaintop, which is beautiful. And Clara had her first baby Chino. It was so Aww. cute. But um, oh, actually, it was a different morning. But mum had got water and it was like this really cool water in a can. And the can itself was just so cool. Still water. Yeah. It was no dearer than a bottle of water, but it was in a can for environmental reasons. That's interesting. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I suppose maybe cans break down better. I don't know. Yeah. I, d- I don't think I like the idea of a can of water. But then I suppose there was a point when people said, I don't like the idea of a bottle of water. Yeah, exactly. And look at us now. Yeah. Yeah, so any other World Wide Webbing? Uh, World Wide Webbing. Oh, yes. I seen this guy. I actually don't even have his name here now. Um, He was over in Bromley in England. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, I'll have to get his name now after. I didn't even take note of his name. So there was potholes in this parish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he, he took out to the streets and people were complaining about it and putting, putting the pictures of potholes up on a forum mm-hmm. to complain about it. But he started getting kids toys and he started laying them out on the potholes to display the potholes and complain about them. Oh, very artsy. Very artsy. And he actually is getting potholes filled in. That is such a good idea. Yeah. So he had like one where it looked like a UFO landing and all these little men, like kids toys standing mm-hmm. around looking at it. Then he had like a load of rubber ducks sitting in a pond of potholes. That's so like, but he, Yeah. I take it he's retired. <laughs> I don't know. He crocks and all. He crocks in on the scene as well. So I just thought it was an interesting way to get attention and get your potholes filled. Very much so. Good on you, Bromley man. There's no potholes in Glen here. Is there? No, not really, but I'm I'm not going to get some traffic calming measures sorted. But anyway, that's for another day. <laughs> uh, yes, Darren? Darren? Yes? Darren would Darren like to contribute. There was a guy in Manchester that started on... Uh, like chalk penises around potholes so that the council would come and fix them. And he it was oh, drawing chalk penises? Yeah. That's chalk. clever. So then, oh, like actual, not just chalk that it wa- wash away. Like, like, it was like chalk pen maybe. Oh, like a permanent, oh yeah. So it looks like the road markings, except it's a penis in action. That was quite clever as well. That's definitely a way to grab attention. Yeah. Not quite as wholesome as the toy idea. Not quite as wholesome <laughs> as the family of ducks, but... Yeah, equally as effective. Yeah, equally as if attention grabbing, I suppose. Yeah. 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 Fair okay. play to <laughs> Yeah, there doesn't, there's not many potholes in Glen now, in fairness. Um, 
Well, a piece of World Wide Web that I found quite fascinating was, have you ever noticed um, these things that have become popular in recent years where influencers go on a big trip, a big brand trip? So like brands would take them somewhere like on a holiday. There's a fashion brand in America called Revolve and every summer they take like all these influencers and models to the Hamptons for like a big weekend and stuff like that. So it's become this whole thing and then um, the brand... The name that I'm never quite sure of is it Tarte or Tarte. Oh, they yeah. They bring influencers to Dubai. And they Dubai. had like a famous influencer trip in Dubai. This big glamorous trip where they brought all influencers and models to Dubai for like a Tarte weekend or whatever. That sounds so wrong. A Tarte with Tarte weekend. But the latest, most, another big womp was that <laughs> womp, womp. fast fashion behemoth Sheen and they pulled a Willy Wonka and invited a few influencers <laughs> to tour one of its 6,000 factories. Oh. But instead of generating positive PR, the creators who went are being flamed for promoting what is being called a propaganda trip. So basically, Sheen brought them to like the least unethical one of their factories oh, to do this like influencer tour. Uh-huh. Um, so it was like I was reading the article and it was saying, despite the brand's history of alleged environmental harm and human rights abuse, a bunch of videos set to upbeat music show these fashion influencers praising their all expenses paid journey to a Sheen factory in China. The clips have incited an on- online firestorm. Um, people are making parodies of it and the influencers are having to delete their videos. Um, some of the influencers were calling themselves investigative journalists and saying that the trip was life changing and that our biggest takeaway from the trip to the Sheen factory is to be an independent thinker, get the facts and see it with your own two eyes. Louis Theroux, watch out. My goodness. But actual investigative journalists have seen Sheen's inner workings with their own two eyes and there's a documentary that came out last year where showing workers are being paid actual pennies, like a few cent per clothing item on 18 hour shifts at a oh minimum with no days off. That's the Sheen model. They abuse the workers. Some of the workers live in the factories and are making like a couple of euro a day for their labor. Two dozen members of Congress have asked the SEC to halt Sheen's um, operations until allegations of forced labor are investigated. So it's kind of like, yeah, brand trips have been a thing since the early days of YouTube vlogging, but the public has soured on these promotional vacations. um, So they're becoming increasingly riskier for companies to do their described as tone deaf especially the sheen trip so i don't know who from sheen's market and yep. thought it'd be a good idea to invite influencers to their slave labor factories <laughs> in china That's to create content like, who honestly thought that was a good idea was somebody <laughs> maybe working on the inside wanted a whistleblow on the whole thing yeah, maybe. that makes sense yeah maybe like and the influencers how dopey would you have to be to go on it it's like a free trip to China. I can't wait to see how everything's made. <laughs> maybe, the, maybe they'd want to. My children. Tap into investigative journalism. This is their door in. Yeah, I suppose. It's yeah, raised like, awareness for the right reasons anyway. I'm, I'm, I have boycotted Sheen. No, that's it now. I was never using it to boycott it. But like, everybody's using it. Well, 
not to be like if a, not to be a virtue signaler, but like stop shopping on Sheen, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I can't be stop bothered. Sheening. <laughs> <laughs> Have you no Sheen? <laughs> <laughs> stop it. <laughs> That was my World Wide Web. That was just an article I read about it. I haven't even seen the freaking videos. Oh, and then I read another one funny wee thing um, about, right, taking Dine and Dash to a whole new level. An Indian man was recently discovered to have lived in a five-star hotel in Delhi for 603 days without paying a dime. <laughs> he then got caught and he now owes $70,000. <laughs> Where was he staying? The oh, I don't know. Cupboard. I don't know. I read. I get this really good email every day called the Morning Brew, and I I see these mad articles on it, and there's always a wee link to read more. But I didn't click the link to read more on that one. I just laughed at it. Like what a legend! Six hundred and three days. Did he go out during the day? I know. Did he wash? Did he use someone's shower? Was he? No, he was like staying in a room. I did see a photo. Like he was living there. He was like eating there, living there, washing there. I don't know how they didn't find him or figure it out. Maybe it was like that film with John Cusack. Oh god! <laughs> you were just like nobody wants into that room. Oh my what is god! That Fourteen oh eight. Oh, I don't want to talk about that before bed. Oh, saucy. Maybe yeah. it was that kind of situation. No. I don't know. Could have been. I'll do a wee bit more fact checking on that for next week, actually, because I would be interested to I'm learn more about his tactics. It. I would love to live in Harvey's Point, even if I could get away 10 days. You would love to live in Harvey's Point? <laughs> yeah. Would you? I wouldn't like to live in a hotel. Why not? Oh, no. No. For free? No, I don't. As long as I could. You would like to live in a hotel forever. Right, somebody cleaning up after me, doing my laundry, <laughs> cooking you, for me, do a bath, <laughs> a bath. Uh, there's no bath in this house. Like I don't know why you're looking at me like this. Is it not the dream, like to live in a hotel? As as we said last week, <laughs> for a week, <laughs> uh, week Darren. So I don't. I don't, no. I don't even like it a week. I like maybe a night or two. Yeah. Mm. Then you like to get. Back to the misery. <laughs> <laughs> Putting no. on the washing machine, finding the air, knocking the air over. No? No. No. <laughs> Do you not love using the clothesline? <laughs> no. <laughs> Who wants to be doing like domestic labor? I just want to live in a hotel. That's what I was going to say. As we said last week, maybe I like the misery. You must. <laughs> it's not misery. I just I just think there's something about hotels. Like we were on about this the last day, actually, me and one of the girls. And uh, I remember, Jesus, this is a few years ago. They were on the radio one morning. They were on about um, stories people have seen in hospitality. And they were saying, <laughs> <"Do you laughs> I've never used a kettle in a bedroom since I heard the story because it was a girl that went in, cleaned the rooms, changed the bedspreads, whatever. But anyway, someone had done the business in a kettle. Which business? The number two business. Oh, Christ. Yeah. So maybe that's what's in the back of my head as well. <laughs> well, I'll bring my own kettle. Bring your own kettle. Bring your own kettle. But yeah. okay. I'd say you see some things like... Oh, you do though, like even from working in pubs, 
I've seen some harrowing things in the bathrooms. Can you I'm not going to get into it, but... Some worse than the women's. And the women's are always worse, yeah, yeah. Always worse. For untidiness? Yeah, oh. to say the least. Oh, God. I can't get into it, but let's just say they didn't even bother about a kettle. Oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> When dad at the pub and dad's so squeamish, ah, dad's so squeamish that anytime anyone did something rotten, he'd be like, oh, Myrna, no, sorry, you'll have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> he'd be like, why are people animals? Are you telling me? Somebody took like... a dump on the floor, yes. <laughs> dump on the sink, yes. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like the film Man About Dog. Who shit in me van? <laughs> Oh, I've seen it all. Like you some wouldn't. of the stuff. You Someone w- pulled the sink all one night. Like, actually, I'll be honest with you. I seen one night a woman lift her leg like a dog and piss in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming back to me now. I did, yeah. I'm not <laughs> even disclose where that was because, and I was in the queue for the toilet. <laughs> Like, oh my god, the drink goes in and the inhibitions go out, like just civil society goes out the window. It's like post apocalyptic. <laughs> we want none of this behavior on the bus tour. Oh, damn right. <laughs> oh. oh, god, those <laughs> were the days. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, enough of that potty talk. Yeah, pardon, sorry, people. Oh, no. Trigger warning. I have to go on now and chat about food. It doesn't really bother me, but. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, So, recommendations. Have you seen, and this was on TikTok, and a lot of like fitness ones doing it, these Big Mac wraps. Have you seen them? Yeah, they look lovely. Oh, my God. Made them this week. And was it lovely? So nice. So, you get a wrap, Mm -hmm. you get like low fat mints. You spread the raw mints on the wrap, which mm-hmm. sounds very strange. Yeah, it looks horrible when they start off doing that, but by the end, looks it looks disgusting. Good. Cover the whole wrap with the mints, a thin layer. Then, high heat pan, put your mint side down, cook that off, which doesn't take long because you have a thin, it's a thin layer. Then, flip over the wrap, brown the other side. Well, that's browning. You can put on like a little slice of easy singles cheese or a sprinkle of grated cheese. Put on lettuce, then cut up gherkins, raw onion, bit of burger sauce, slap it in. Lovely. Bob's your uncle. Really nice. Yeah, I'm dying to make it. Oh, really nice. And I don't know, there's something, it nearly turns into like a little taco or something. Oh, lovely. Like a Big Mac taco. Mm. Very nice. We must give it a go, Darren. And the other recommendation I was going to give was... It in the cafe in Letterkenny, Himalayan Cafe. Oh yes, on the church lane. And I was saying this to you earlier. Um, they have lovely, they're open till half four, but they do like lovely big bowl dishes, big bowl salads, but they do nasi gorang. Darren loves saying that, nasi gorang. Can you say it, Darren? Nasi gorang? Nasi Yeah, it's Indonesian stir fried recipe with the bits of egg in it. Oh my God, so, so good. I'm dying to try it. Like, delicious. Mm, everything looks so aesthetically pleasing as well. When people mm-hmm. post up Instagrams of the food from it, it just looks gorgeous. 
Yeah, I would highly recommend Himalayan Cafe in Letterkenny. In Letterkenny. Letterkenny, sham. Any recommendations? Um, well, I tried the Tato Crisp mini flavour. So oh, yeah. yeah. I tried them and I loved them. I it's very I, disconcerting though because you're eating away at them and obviously they're just like the look and shape of Tato Cheese and Onion Crisps mm. but they're like infused with mini flavour. So it feels really weird because they taste exactly like minis, but then of the texture of just like, you know, crisps. I'd like that. And like strength level. They're very strong. Good. Very strong, very tasty, very pickled oniony. Nice. Um, no, I thoroughly enjoyed them because I love minis. But the only thing I would say is sometimes when you're eating away at them, they nearly become a bit salt and vinegar-ish. Oh, yeah. Um, so if you like salt and vinegar, you'd probably really like them as well. I wouldn't be the biggest fan of salt and vinegar, but I like pickled onion. Mm-hmm. But now I would say I would definitely buy a few more packets now. They're Very good. good. I hope they extend the limited edi- edition of it because, yeah, everyone deserves to try them. Yeah. They're good. And then, um, yeah, I think that's my only recommendation. Have you any trivia? Mm. I had seen no. this thing. I just have one thing. To mention, do you ever notice this is so random? Like, do you ever notice on zippers they say YKK? Oh, yeah, I think I have. I don't know it, but no, yes, go on. (laughs) So, I'd seen this article, it was like, Oh, why does it say YKK on zippers? Mm -hmm. So, YKK is the YKK group. It's now I'm going to pronounce this very badly. It's a the largest. Zipper manufacturer in the world, but they're based in Japan. So YKK stands for Yoshida Kogyokabeokisha. <laughs> Not bad, phonetics. Thank you. I wrote it as I could say it. <laughs> That's, you did your phonetic best. Um, do you want to just, <laughs> you can cut all that out. It's the YKK group. I could get it mixed up there worse now, to be honest with you. Mm, YKK. Um, yeah, YKK. <laughs> so I'm just thinking, I don't have that much um, clothing with zippers. Oh, you do, Marie. I don't really. I can't remember the last time I zipped like jeans. something. Jeans. Yes, I'm wearing well, jeans. I zip it up for you. If it's a you don't zip up my jeans. <laughs> Let's just be clear, people. Darren's not my carer. Um, yeah, my dresses. Yeah, I suppose you zip up the back of my dresses. Yeah. YKK. So, yeah, they make three million kilometers of zippers every year. Mercy. That's just my little trivia there. That's good trivia. Do you ever notice, like, with cheap jeans, the zip's useless? Like, it always goes Well, down. I was just looking at my, and I have jeans on here. There's no YKK on them. I'm wearing, I'm wearing, actually wearing jeans today for the first time in so long. Yeah, there's YKK on mine. Yeah, where are them jeans from? There, these are from Marks and Spencer. I'll tell you, boy. These Darn are looking at me. I got them ages ago. They're um, these are just pennies jeans. Mm, these the are the pennies jeans that I've like worn to death. But I love those jeans. You I really regret jeans. not getting them. Yeah, they're just really comfy. They're lovely mom jeans for anybody. I'm wearing really old millennial skinny jeans. They're not skinny jeans. What are they? They're not stuck to your calves. No, they're not They're nice, more of though. a straight cut. Okay, yeah. Billy Ray Cyrus. Well, they're actually, like, they were too long for my legs. I had to cut them. 
Is that what happened then? Yeah. You didn't cut them. I did. You didn't cut them. <laughs> oh my God. It's like the hot weather comes now. You'll be cutting them in shorts. Like. I'll be like, yeah, Tobias from K. <laughs> Complete vision. Never nude. Um, yeah, like I kind of, I tried to make it look like they're meant to be like that. Why <laughs> <laughs> does it look like I did it myself? Now that you see it, <laughs> to be fair, no, it looks they look like normal jeans. What were they like before that? Were they actually like a uh, hemmed? Yeah, they were. Yeah, but like, who is taller than this? Who's that much taller than me? Well, not like, me. Yeah. <laughs> I know some people are, but usually it's the opposite effect. Every pair of jeans I get, they're like pedal pushers on me. You must have got the long ones. Yeah, maybe. And on that note, YKK zippers. Yeah, so that's all the, the crack. Oh, actually, I had one more piece of trivia. If you go on a website called autostraddle.com, you can do a quiz to find out which Barbie you are. Okay, I'll do that. Um, so if anybody's interested in doing week. that, I'll tell you which one I am. Autostraddle is, it doesn't sound great. Autostraddle? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why it says it's autostraddle.com and if you search Barbie, I think the quiz will come up. Oh, there's other things. I just thought it was a Barbie. The questions are really funny, like, so um, if any listeners do it, do share with us which Barbie you got and tag us. I got mm. um, outdoor Barbie. Outdoor Barbie? Yeah, I was a bit disappointed. Um, so anyway, that is all the crack. Thanks as always to everybody for listening and we shall chat to you all next week. Bye. Bye bye.